Welcome to Busy House Happy Home, where you can ask Charlie your home dilemmas and I will help you along with my expert friends so your busy house becomes a happy home. I have got Richard on the podcast today and Richard is a homeopathic doctor and I believe that if we are well and happy in ourselves, then we are going to have a happy home and I I'm a great believer in homeopathy, homeopathy and homeopathic medicine. It's quite difficult saying that. It is a bit um, of a mouthful, yes. It's a bit of a mouthful, Richard. Well, <clears throat> welcome to the podcast. It's um, really lovely to have you here um, chatting to us today. Well, thanks for the invite. Oh, you're welcome. Now, Richard, will you tell our listeners a bit about you and your background to start with? Yes, and I've been in practice uh, since about 1990, so that's coming on to 32 years. Mm. Um, I have a science background, a biology degree, and I worked initially for the Tropical Products Institute, uh, looking at advice for uh, farming and agriculture and fisheries in uh, developing countries, looking at appropriate technology. So my interest in uh, the natural world was kind of peaked when I needed to receive homeopathy myself, starting with uh, like a a gastric pain that built up over 18 months and um, conventional offerings at that time were limited. I was told to come back if I'd get a, a perforation in the stomach so that wasn't too helpful no Uh, that's not helpful I'm quite worried actually yes Uh, unfortunately my wife uh, had a a connection her father was a a lay homeopath helping the community and they said my wife and father-in-law suggested I see a homeopath and within two weeks the symptoms had disappeared it was absolutely wonderful so my interest in, in nature and all things natural, it was a natural progression really to take up and, and change my career and uh, train as a homeopath. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And you've been doing it for many years. And it's, I think it's so wonderful when you, you find a good homeopathic doctor that, um, that you can work with. And I work with Richard and have done for, for um, uh, uh, quite a while now. And it's just great because you know me so well that I don't need to explain too much. I can just say, this has happened. We, you know, we've had an awful upset tummy or whatever it might be. And you can just send me a, a remedy to boost my system again. And I um, have grown up with homeopathy my my grandmother was was a great um, believer and, and then of course my mother and I saw I had one of those moments I kept getting tonsillitis and I was in my late teens I'd had glandular fever and then I kept getting tonsillitis I mean really badly I'd be in bed for a week and taking loads of antibiotics and it was a time when I wasn't living at home so I just went to my doctor and then mum said, this is ridiculous. I want you to come and see, um, you know, a family home- homeopathic doctor at the time. And she prescribed me a remedy. And literally the following day, I was better. It was incredible having spent, you know, 
uh, and this happened, you know, must have I must have had tonsillitis about, I don't know, five or six times in quite close succession, would be in bed for a week on antibiotics, would feel awful, had this awful bout again, went to the homeopathic doctor, got a remedy and was better. And it's just incredible how, you know, when, when you see it working like that, how good it is. Mm -hmm. and, and I think people are often uh, have a misunderstanding about homeopathy, particularly when there's an acute symptom, for instance, whether it's tonsillitis or glandular fever, these things can run on, but the symptoms can be intense and acute. Yeah. And if the remedy is uh, well selected, the turnaround can be incredibly quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, absolutely. chronic conditions, you know, th that may require time to respond and a change of remedy, but uh, remedies can also act incredibly quickly, almost like turning on a light switch. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And it, it's amazing, you know, witnessing it firsthand. And I think a lot of people are really skeptical. Simon is a bit. We have um, a homeopathic lotion, um, which I get from my grandmother's homeopathic doctor's grandson, <laughs> Dr. Sharma. And it's Arnica, Calendula and Urtica. And it's this sort of brown liquid ointment. Uh, no, not an ointment, a liquid, a, yeah. a lotion. Uh -huh. um, and Simon calls it mumbo jumbo. But he actually says to the children, go and find mummy, you need mumbo jumbo for that <laughs> one. So he does believe it works. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, And that, uh, again, the, the conventional science finds it uh, controversial that we use these incredibly high dilutions. They say that there's nothing in the substance uh, because we've diluted it down with um, a physical agitation between each dilution. Mm. But in fact, uh, science is catching up with homeopathy, that there are uh, what we call either the memory of water or that somehow an, there's, there's an imprint so that as the substance is diluted down, uh, that information is, is held in solution mm -hmm. and can be used actively and dy dynamically. Yeah. And in fact, uh, this also renders homeopathy incredibly safe because the dilutions we're working at, we can use things that are potentially toxic, but in the dilutions that we use, uh, totally safe. So yeah. for instance, we can use arsenicum, uh, an arsenic salt, uh, mm. but with impunity and when indicated, that remedy can serve people very well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Richard, will you talk to us about how how you work with the patient, how how it all works? Because I know that there'll be many people that will be interested to know the process because it's not like going to see a normal doctor and saying I have this ailment fix it yes you work in a very different way um Ab absolutely if one thinks that the symptoms that we that are observable the physical symptoms we don't see that as being the disease but the body's own attempt at trying to recover so when there's inflammation or pain or constriction in some way um, that is an indication that the body is out of balance. So mm. on an energetic level, we're looking to apply remedies that 
deal with the causes. In order to uh, achieve that, you're looking at the precise nature of those physical symptoms, whether their symptoms are better or worse at a particular time of day. So a lot of precision is applied to observing the symptoms, but all the time we're thinking of what's behind those symptoms. So we're looking at people's lifestyle, their worries, their anxieties, what has led up to the development of, of a particular disease. So a timeline is really important. And if people have a particular fear or anxiety, these emotions can often drive us towards um, pathology. So we're looking at the mental and emotional picture as well as people's life situations and marrying that to uh, their expression of physical symptoms. So we're taking a whole package yeah. and then looking at a remedy which would mimic or apply to that given picture of imbalance. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is that when people are well, they're in their kind of human state. They're, how would we say, they become their authentic selves, full of vigor and... Uh, um, determination and it seems that we when we're under stress we borrow from an archetype in nature and it may be pulsatilla the wind flower which is so easily um, um, disturbed by wind and is shallow rooted and when we see that a person feels very insecure particularly in childhood that kind of insecurity uh, we're borrowing from that archetype which is pulsatilla and that remedy will serve the child to relieve those insecurities and the symptoms that uh, um, go alongside that situation yeah. so th there's a lot to it in terms of case analysis and uh, uh, this is a holistic approach and an approach that is also tends to be curative rather than just relieving symptoms. We have a new sponsor for season two of the podcast, Lee Linton from The Ultimate Shred. I have been doing Lee's workouts for over six years and I am a massive, massive fan. Lee has been life-changing for me, getting fit and getting strong. But one of her products that I really love is her matcha. So many people say, Charlie, where do you get your energy from? And the secret is matcha. Matcha is packed full of antioxidants. It is brilliant for your immune system. It's great for your hair, for your nails, for your skin. It helps with water retention. It helps with bloating. And it gives you a, a caffeine um, boost, but not like drinking coffee or tea or, or having, um, you know, caffe caffeinated drinks. It just is a slow release. So it gives you this sort of lovely energy boost throughout the day. And I'm a massive, massive fan of it. I drink it every single day. Lee has kindly given us a discount code of Charlie10. All the details will be linked down below in the show notes for you to take advantage of that. So I hope, I hope you do because it really is wonderful, wonderful stuff. So when you first, when a patient first comes to you, it's quite a long appointment initially, isn't it? You get yeah. to know the patient and, I, and 
Yes, I allow an hour for a first appointment, but sometimes that runs over <laughs> and it, it takes as long as it takes. Um, uh, <clears throat> but what you try to do is uh, uh, work within that time frame <clears throat> to get the information that you need. But um, <clears throat> sometimes a follow up will yield more information still. So yeah. that, that process of developing an understanding of what a patient needs can build over time. Yeah. But if I can get early results, that's something that I really um, would, would want for every patient. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why I like homeopathy so much, because you understand me. We've got to know each other really well. You're a really good listener. And I will have lots of things that, uh, not lots of things, but, you know, I might have, I don't know, headaches, but they're stress related. And so actually in talking to you about why I'm stressed, <laughs> that also releases a whole lot of, of the stress. So I find personally that it's a little bit like, not a therapy session, but it sort of is. You don't give too much back you're very kind you're a great listener and then you send me a remedy in the post that will deal with whatever is going on in my life at that time and then you know and I can be the best version of myself through working with you because if there are you know there are things in 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 everyone's lives that will rock us a bit and you and I will talk about it and it might just you know be a little thing that's going on but actually it's a symptom of, of something else that's triggered it. Um, and I think it's a really lovely way of working. Um, My wife constantly reminds me not to say too much <laughs> during a <laughs> consultation. <laughs> the, 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 the trick, you know, the, 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 the possibility is there that if you give the patient or the person that needs uh, support and help some space yeah. and you really listen with intent then that in itself is therapeutic it's so therapeutic no that that's not limited to a homeopath it may be that somebody goes to see uh, an orthopedic surgeon yeah because the quality of the exchange you know with that consultation that, that per the consultant is really listening Mm. you know the, the, there's a, a kind of an exchange of energy yes yeah and and you know that can really lift uh both the patient and also the prospects for what follows so yeah. you're, you're absolutely right charlie that that the exchange between people is so important and so, uh, it sets the scene doesn't it for what yeah. follows and yeah. the remedy is is really um from a homeopathic point of view, it's essential, but it's not the only component. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And then, you know, you'll, you'll look at whatever's going on with the patient and you will tailor the remedy to that person at that time, and it's very specific. Um, and, and you send it out in the post, which is brilliant. It's, I mean, this, I think, is one of the positives about, I don't know how you worked pre-COVID, um, but it's one of the positives is that you can have an appointment virtually. You can see your patient, either, you know, on Skype or Zoom or however, 
and and chat to one another as though you're face to face and then pop a remedy in a post and I want to say Bob's your uncle <laughs> um, but it works it really. can be it can be Bob's your uncle it can exactly be. I'm, I'm used to this uh, because I've had developed a practice over the years where I've had overseas patients in Europe and Australia and other parts Canada and so on yeah. and of course post takes a little longer to get remedies out there but this system of being online and also being grounded in the process of case taking mm. has enabled me to make the transfer I used to do home visits and run clinics mm. uh, and now this is a an efficient way of operating from yeah. my home and my base um, but it doesn't detract from the process having said that uh, I think somebody starting now it would be tougher for them just to work from the get-go online yes because, because it's important to have that human interaction interaction face-to-face -face. Um, yeah 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 it is but it it, it does work very well like this too um, and I think what's really great about you know having a homeopathic doctor is the sort of relationship that you build with them and you get to know sort of one another you know today the doctor surgeries are so busy that you don't see the same doctor you wait months for an appointment you don't get the answers necessarily that you want I mean obviously you're not a qualified medical doctor but you have a very deep understanding and work, uh, you know, holistically and homeopathically. Um, and it's so nice being able to have the continuity with, with you, with a homeopathic doctor, because, you know, the, the poor NHS is, is, is suffering. Um, yeah. And I think the pandemic has really escalated that um, for them. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, when one is constantly having to change and seeing di different doctors each time you visit and having the delays that, that are occurring in, in the NHS, I think, of course, the doctors feel that frustration as well. Yeah. And I think uh, they must look over their shoulder and think, wow, you know, I wish I could give my patients the time that homeopaths give to theirs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's a tough call. Some doctors have retrained to uh, use homeopathy to train as a homeopath. And yeah. there's the faculty of homeopathy, which is um, uh, for doctors that wanted to retrain. And yeah. in fact, over the years, they were looking at how the society of homeopaths were functioning and training their students. So, mm -hmm. you know, we've how we, you know we've been a good role model for doctors who've wanted to retrain as yeah. homeopaths over the decades yeah. and um, I, I was going to say something that came into my mind when you mentioned um, migraine headaches and of course when it comes to conventional medicine there's a number of analgesics and various choices that can be taken but with homeopathy if I look on my software and I know from uh, from the prove what we call the provings of remedies and uh, clinical cures, there is listed something in the order of about seventeen hundred remedies uh, for migraine, migraine alone. 
Wow. And that, it sounds complicated in a way it is, but if through the other detail that the patient provides, can I cross-reference and narrow things down so that of that group, one or two remedies may be suitable. So that's... Yeah. that's and that's why it's really good for you to know a patient well. Yeah. Not, not well, but... Um, yeah. To understand well patients yes. and, yeah. and, you know, their makeup and their, you know, how they work as a person, yes. because then it's easier for you to narrow it down and pinpoint the right remedy. Um, I've even had sometimes patients appear and the name of the remedy is on their T-shirt, you know, <laughs> it saves <laughs> me a lot of time. <laughs> That's brilliant. Or they That's say, brilliant. I am. I am this, I am that. You know, the, yeah. it, it's amazing if, if one is open yes. in the encounter. It's, yeah. it's amazing the detail and the patient can be so cooperative yeah. uh, with uh, not knowing, you know, just in, a, in an unconscious way. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Rich, I want to talk to you a little bit about the dreaded C word. COVID. Yeah. No, no, COVID. Oh, COVID. <laughs> the, other, the other C <laughs> the word. Other, the other dread. The okay, other dread. COVID, yeah. Because you've worked a lot with patients that have suffered with long COVID, and I know that you've had really great results. And I know that there are a lot of people that have been in touch with me that um, that have been suffering with long COVID, and, you know, we've had exchanges. And will you talk a little bit about, you know, how, about that and about how you work with Yes, I mean, on a kind of general level, people with long COVID, it can be like uh, fatigue, uh, chronic fatigue. Uh, there can be specific symptoms with breathing, uh, mm. constriction. Uh, there can be uh, headaches associated with it. Uh, arrhythmia has come up. Um, yeah. That's more, uh, how would we say, uh, sort of, that's another kind of correlation. Um, but what when a, a patient with uh, long COVID or post-COVID symptoms comes to me, then again, you're taking the case just on a, on a uh, face level, what it is they're experiencing, yeah. but also thinking about their constitution as well. So yeah. when uh, people have recurrent flus or uh, symptoms, one can go back into the past and think of remedies that might apply to their nature and constitution, as well as the physical symptoms that linger. Yes. So, um, you know, some remedies come up time and time again, and sometimes because we're individualizing, uh, yeah. it may be a remedy that's, you know, uh, comes from out of left field and I've not needed to use before. So yeah. one's always looking at that uh, the very differences between one sufferer and another uh, yeah. symptoms yeah. that are characteristic. Yeah. It's but not the, one remedy for long COVID what, people. Not it's, one it's remedy. It's the whole picture. It's all. But uh, the, the, uh, the speed of response can be quick. You yeah. know, even with something that drags on for weeks and months. Um, yeah. I've seen a, you know, pick up time and time again. So that's, uh, you know, encouraging, isn't it? Yeah, it's really encouraging. And and I think, you know, it's giving our immune system that boost. It's getting everything working again. And homeopathy is wonderful for doing that. 
um you know yes time is a great healer as well but but sometimes we just need that bit extra yes yeah. and uh there's no age limit uh from little babies right through to the end of life and uh the elderly uh while there's the will to uh you know attend and, and look at uh, what's going on and work in this way uh you know there's a huge scope so yeah. um and of course uh you know people are concerned particularly with youngsters what it is they're taking but the medicines are so safe even if one uh, misprescribed and or took a remedy that uh, didn't uh, um, produce uh, the desired uh, response it's safe to yes. make you know to to test remedies in that way um so because they are so diluted so diluted and taken from nature as well yeah every kind of plant every kind of mineral yes. uh, many animal substances uh sea creatures uh forms of um uh yeah the yeah. whole range from nature yeah and how do you take homeopathic remedies i mean obviously i know but our listeners might not yeah. um, understand exactly what we're talking about so it, it, yeah it can be in liquid form uh, usually i send uh, little pillules out uh very small um uh, what first strikes a newcomer to homeopathy is that my god he's stingy with his pills uh, <laughs> <laughs> he told me only to take three pills in one day and then wait and i've had this problem for five years you know what's what's he on about what what's all this about but the the remedies actually um, it's sweet tasting because they're on a milk sugar carrier or sometimes sucrose and uh it it acts as an initiator so that uh if the person gets the remedy that they need the, the momentum of change and recovery can pick up and run for many days, sometimes even weeks after a remedy is given, uh, so people can get better and better. I usually add additional pills to give people the power and control to repeat a remedy should they do well and then relapse. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you need a further boost, um, yeah. but it it's nothing short of miraculous that so little can achieve so much whereas as we all know with things like um, analgesics and anti-inflammatories and all sorts of um, medication that's prescribed you're having to bash away on a daily basis in order to uh, maintain some measure of equilibrium and relief yeah uh, so that's in huge contrast to a remedy that or a substance a form of homeopathic medicine that is absolutely right for you so yeah. it's, it's pinpoint precision that means a very small stimulation can produce a very big effect yeah 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 thank you richard that's really helpful because i think you know there's lots of questions over it um and if you don't know much about homeopathy then i hope you know this conversation is really helpful for you because I, I I'm a massive believer I developed an allergic reaction to antibiotics after I broke my leg seven years ago and so I can't take them 
So I have to yeah. turn to homeopathy and it works and it's, it's amazing how it does work. But I think also, you know, having the connection with you, talking to you, uh, talking and listening is so important. It's so crucial. And I really encourage everybody to talk um, or, or to listen as a friend to somebody that's going through a difficult time, because I think well, a problem shared is a problem halved, isn't it? Um, and that that can be helpful just in itself letting somebody talk and describe how they're feeling and what they're going through and then wonderful remedy comes in the post that that, that will help too <laughs> yes so it's a it's a win-win it is a win-win win-win yes. um you know it, it it is private health care you know that that is something you know that is a factor that can sometimes determine but if people have a will depends on their priority Basically, if you're that poorly and in distress, then it's good to think of that as a priority and, and look at uh, what you need to do in order to not just get relief, but take a new direction. Yeah. And that, I really think homeopathy is more than uh, just uh, getting rid of symptoms. It's, it, I think it, it really is a part of a developmental process. You know yes. that we can leave behind old patterns yeah that no longer serve us yeah um so <laughs> I, I had a case of a, a physiotherapist came to me years ago and she was fit going on a world trip i thought there's nothing i can do for this person you know what, what why is she wasting her time and money on homeopathy anyway i took the case decided on pulsatilla as a remedy she came back two weeks later and said what have you done she said it's fantastic she said I feel 12 feet tall I've got so much energy so my my little limited perception of what it is to be healthy yeah was ch changed that from that day forward yeah that, yeah that I thought she was well yes she was in relative terms but we so can climb even better a, yeah she was even better you can kind of climb a ladder you know, yeah. there's always scope and potential for moving up in terms of our uh, ability to function and our expression of life. Yeah. And without our health, we're nothing. You know, our health is so important. And that's why I make mine such a priority. People say to me all the time, Charlie, where do you get your energy from? Well, you know, make sure I look after myself to the best, best ability that I can. You know, I'm no, no good to anybody if I'm tired and exhausted and run down. I've got nothing to give. And so for me, it's really crucial that, you know, I, I look after myself. And, and part of that is homeopathy with you, which is why I wanted to get you on the podcast to chat, because I like to share, um, you know, things that I find that work really well for me. I think it's selfish to keep it to oneself. And so I wanted to chat to you. And I think, you know, a lot, there are always a lot of questions about homeopathy and how it works and how, you know, who it can benefit, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, in that story just then of the physio, you know, we can all benefit from it if we want, you know, to feel that little bit better. If we um, have, have been through something, COVID, for example, or reco recovering from, you know, a big operation or whatever it might be, we can all give our bodies that boost and um, 
you, you've touched on something there and uh, how in order to be there for others, to be well in ourselves. And I think in this culture, it's almost uh, the women, it's men and children into the lifeboat first. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and people can be so frazzled with compassion yeah. and, and wanting to be there for others that yeah. they, they kind of implode, you know, like the, everything kind of runs out of control. And I think it's not a selfish thing. It's not a selfish thing to attend to ourselves. In, yeah. in other words, to get what we need in yeah. order to be able to function. And that's something that a lot of people struggle with and they end up, you know, burnout, ME, um, autoimmune problems, yeah. be because they feel they have to put other people first and uh, run their own engine sort of out of control yeah yeah and then you're just no good to anybody yeah you can't do a thing so, yeah yeah i i think it's so important to to look after oneself and people often say to me you know do you take time for yourself well i don't often take time to sit down and read a book but i do take time to have an appointment with you <laughs> yeah. because i know i will feel better and i will have the energy to to look after everybody else, to look after my family and to do my podcast and ask Charlie and, and all of those other things that I've got going on in my life. Um, yeah. Richard, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today and sharing, um, you know, how homeopathy works. It's been really, really interesting. Um, You're very welcome, Charlie. Good to see you. Really good to see you. And thank you so much. Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed listening to Richard and I chatting about homeopathy. I will leave all of Richard's details down below in the show notes. So if you would like to get in touch with him, you absolutely can. I would be really grateful if you are enjoying my podcast. If you would just take a moment to hit the subscribe button. It helps other people know that we exist and I would be so grateful of that and leave me a review. The more subscribers we have, the more episodes I can put on for you. So please just take a moment and hit the subscribe button.